Hey, Sarasota, it's Bob. So it's been a wonderful grind over the past 18 months. We've had some fabulous guests. We've produced over 150 episodes. and We've had over 10,000 listens from you wonderful folks in the greater Sarasota area. It's been a lot of fun, but also it's been a lot of work. And so we've decided to take a little bit of a break until this fall. When you check out other podcasts, you're going to see that most put out a new episode only once a week. We put out two, so of course that means there's twice the work. A lot of show notes, scheduling, guests, editing, etc., etc., etc. So we've decided to take a little break for the rest of the summer and we will resume this fall. And we'll let you know. But before I sign off, can you do me a little favor? Reach out to us via Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Drop us a little note. I'd like to know more about what you want to hear when we resume in the next couple of weeks. That'd be a big help because without you, dear listener, we would not exist. As always, thank you for tuning in. Have a wonderful summer, and we'll be back soon where you can listen, learn, and connect. Good morning, Sarasota. This is the Sarasota Stories Podcast, Episode 8. The fastest growing fitness franchise in the U.S. and possibly the entire world is Anytime Fitness, with more than 4,500 locations stateside and sites in over 50 countries. I've been a member for over 10 years now and love it. One reason is I can use any Anytime Fitness affiliate when I travel, so I've been to their gyms in Texas, Ohio, Florida, and even Santiago, Chile. Still, my favorite location is my hometown gym right here in Osprey. Hi, I'm Bob Williams. I believe if you truly want to better understand your community to build personal, professional, and even lifelong relationships, then a willingness to hear each other's stories is an absolute must. In fact, that's why I created the Sarasota Stories Podcast. It's a podcast dedicated to helping you get connected a little deeper with those living in this wonderful community we call home. In each episode, I interview business leaders, civic leaders, artists, authors, entrepreneurs, physicians, philanthropists, and others who are making a positive impact in the greater Sarasota area. Today, I'm pleased to have as my guest, Michael Springer, the owner of the Anytime Fitness Gym in Osprey, Florida. As you'll find, Michael has worked in a lot of different industries, but has always been focused on his health and staying in shape. Three years ago, Michael, along with his wonderful wife, Jolene, invested in an Anytime Fitness franchise to realize his dream of being a gym owner. Michael will share with us what led him to choose to partner with Anytime Fitness, what it's like to be a gym owner, how he chose the equipment to buy, the classes they offer, mistakes that many of us gym goers make in our routines, and much, much more. I'm so glad you joined us today, and as always, it is my hope that you will listen, learn, and connect. Michael Springer, welcome to the show. I appreciate you being a guest here. My pleasure. Thanks for, ha- thanks for having me. Um, it's my pleasure. Well, just a little backdrop. I will say that I have been to a lot of gyms uh, in my lifetime, from Cincinnati to Dallas to Florida. And being a member of your, of your gym at Anytime Fitness in Osprey, I will say that you and Jolene are definitely fit the mode of a gym owner. Because I'll tell you what, I've seen some pudgy gym owners. I've seen some slovenly gym owners. 
and uh, you guys definitely fit the mold. So tell us, I mean, you have a very uh, varied background when I was looking at your LinkedIn profile and whatnot. You've done a lot of different things. Why did you decide to go into the gym business? Uh, long story short, it is a hobby. I've been working out in the gym since I was 13 years old mm. playing football. Uh, that was a requirement, by the way. So playing football in high school, they made you work out. And then it just became a hobby. And uh, I'm very entrepreneurial by design in my, in my being. And to start a business, you should typically do something that you're passionate about. So the reason to open a gym was, hey, I want to run my own business. And I love the fitness industry. Let's do them together. So when you say your entrepreneurial bent is pretty strong, mm-hmm. tell me some of your past experiences. What, did you start off delivering newspapers or lemonade stand or anything like that or mowing yards? Uh, no, I actually put myself through college selling books door to door. Oh, man. Yeah, it's the hardest job I'll ever have. Um, and it paid for all of my University of Florida degree. So that was a great thing. And it was a you know, you're self-starting when you're doing that. Nobody's telling you what to do. And uh, in order to make any money, you got to get up and, and go. Now, there's a very well-known company that does that. And it slipped my mind. Is is it? What, the Southwestern Company is who I worked for. Oh, okay. They've been around right. since the Civil War. So it's- Yes, yes, yes. Well, I would agree. That is the toughest way to sell. But you sure do learn how to sell. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Well, so I'm sure you looked at a number of different vehicles or business models when you decided to go in the gym business. Which ones did you look at? And then why did you choose Anytime Fitness? Well, I um, was a member of one, would be one of the starting points. I was a member of an Anytime Fitness, fell in love with the concept of a 24-hour gym. It's a little bit more private than some of the big boys I did look at some of the big ones, looked at uh, Gold's is actually, they have a lot of Gold's gyms or corporates and a lot of them are franchises. Uh, looked into Orange Theory, um, Planet Fitness, some of the other um, very well-known fitness uh, fr- franchises. Anytime Fitness has historically been ranked the number one fitness um franchise, but it has also been ranked the number one franchise. I, I've seen that. Yes. On so, Entrepreneur Magazine. Absolutely. Or, or, multiple yes. times. And because of that, uh, I had a number of conversations with some existing franchisees and I was baffled by how many of them were multi-club owners. You don't uh, buy another club and you, unless you really like what they're doing. So those were some of the major factors uh, into doing Anytime Fitness. And it's the largest. So, so how do they work? Uh, because they have, because they're international now, they have thousands across the United States. And frankly, I was a member of any time when I was in Dallas too. And I really liked the model because I, likewise, I've been a member of some of these big corporate type gyms where they have the towels and they have the indoor football fields. And, you know, they have these huge, um, they have these huge locker rooms and typically it's always a mess. Um, oh, yeah. But I've, I've been a part of those. So how, I mean, how does, how did they work as a franchise then? You, you look at them, you say, I want to buy a franchise from you. How, take us through the steps, how that works and how you evaluate it. 
Well, you certainly have to reach out to corporate. You have to be vetted by them. Uh, but it's a, So it's a two-way process. Hey, is this the type of organization I want to be involved with? They're going to look at you as an individual and your financials and say, hey, is this a viable person for, that we want representing our brand? So it's a two-way street. Uh, and then through conversations with existing franchise owners, you decide, hey, I'm going to invest the money in buying a territory. So you actually have to put money up front and actually purchase the, the franchise uh, opportunity, the territory, not knowing exactly where it can be. Some of them it can be wherever you, wherever you can find a spot, and some of them are, hey, they've got a targeted area that they would like to put a center. Mm. Um, so I'm living in the Sarasota area and looking at what some opportunities of where to put a location and uh, just did a, a lot of little research and that's why we decided on not only that franchise, but also the location where we put the club. Well, as you know, I live in Osprey as well. And I was really glad you guys opened up because I was driving up to a very nice gym up on Clark Road. But this one's closer and it's uber clean and uh, just has a lot of great equipment, has everything that, that I need. So, so when you decide to buy, so you can sign up for a single franchise do they have like master franchises with like an entire territory or? There are um, certainly corporations that do that. I know that there are some large multi-club owners that own, you know, you can own a half dozen locations. I've seen corporations that own 20 and 30. Um, I have heard of even more. So wow. big companies. So that's, that's an army of uh, employees in order to have dozens or more of locations. So from the point you contact them and you say, okay, I want to go with you guys, how long does it typically take to get your gym opened? I mean, it was a couple of years um, mm. of the process. You know, first of all, you have to find a territory, have to get, uh, go through the county, you have to get all the approvals, you got to get the architecture involved, you got to buy equipment. Uh, Sarasota County was an interesting place to be building a business because there's so much growth in here. Yes. Just to get the thing built was very difficult. Yes. Well, I waited on you guys for quite a while because you're very convenient for me. So I was really happy when you guys, when you guys opened up. So I, how much, I guess, support do you get then from Anytime Fitness? A lot of, a lot of support up at the beginning. Uh, and then as you grow, they put you in different tiers of, of how long you've been open and, and what kind of structure you have if you're a multi-club owner or single club. So there's plenty of support. There's annual conferences. Um, there are regional meetings, and uh, those would be within the owners and the the management within the uh, locations of a region. So, for example, we're in the southeast region. We've done some events where we get together, um, even amongst ourselves with the owners, as well as corporate run uh, events. How helpful is it to have other owners and a lot of them that you could reach out to? And like, for example, you guys, like everybody else, really took it on the chin with this uh, COVID stuff. And so how helpful is it to be able to reach out to other owners and talk about these things? Yeah, in many ways, it's it's um, it's priceless. And in others, it's it wasn't as helpful. And I'll use COVID as an example. We're in Florida. We're a free state. Yes. So I've got a lot of owners that are in places that were locked down for a really long time. So I'm not in the same situation as them. So it's not exactly helpful to talk to them. It would be great to talk to other Florida owners, though, and yes. see what's going on in Florida. 
Yes. So um, I'd say it's great to have. You know, my wife's Jolene, so we could have opened Michael and Jolene's gym or we could have opened a franchise. The way I looked at it is, why am I going to reinvent the wheel? Somebody has already built the marketing. Somebody's already built the brand. There's reciprocity amongst all locations for the members. So it's a, it's a win-win to be a member of a franchise where you can use all the locations. And it is. thousands of them. So. It is. It is. My, my children went to school. Two of them went to school in Texas, and it was... We're going out and visiting them, it's just great to be able to hit that key fob and walk right on in like you're a normal member of the gym. So Absolutely. it's and there's one, there's there's quite a few of them all over the country, and I've I've been to several of them, so that's a great benefit. But certainly, I would imagine when you talk with some of the other gym owners, whether you're doing prom- want to do a special promotion or oh, yeah. or something of that nature, I'm sure is it all like ca- cataloged, if you will, so that if you say. I want to do, um, you know, a Christmas promotion or a spring promotion. They, you have other gym owners that they've already been through all that and it's just all right there. Absolutely. And once again, I have to look at the demographics. So if I'm talking to a gym owner in a major metropolitan city like Orlando, what's going to work in Orlando is not going to work in, in Osprey. Right. And what's going to work in San Francisco is certainly not going to work anywhere in Florida. So it, you really have to be selective on the, the owners that you're talking to, which is why it's great to have that corporate structure behind me. But I have to also look at, hey, let's find a, a, a like-minded club and a club that is in a similar similar demographic. Right, right. How do they help you choose? You have a certain footprint in the facility you rented and you are going to build it out with the equipment. How do they help you choose it? Or is that pretty much left up to you? Uh, the equipment, there's specific guidelines of what you must have at least. Uh, but like I said, I've been in the gym since I was a kid. So I knew exactly what I wanted in there and what I did not want in there. Uh, I don't want any wasted space and everything serves a specific purpose from an equipment perspective. From the decor, the carpet color, the paint color, that's something that I can't choose. Yes. And, and you know, if you walk into a, another type of a business like a Starbucks, Starbucks is kind of a funny thing that people have been into a lot of them, and they're all different, but they're all the same. And what I mean by that is the furniture, you can kind of feel the rustic feel and the, the light is dimmed to a specific uh, temperature, uh, but they may be in an old renovated McDonald's or they may be in a Walgreens or the, in a shopping center or in a mall, but you kind of f- get the feel that you're in a Starbucks. So they're trying to portray that as a brand. Hey, when you walk into an Anytime Fitness, you know you're in an Anytime Fitness. However, there are going to be some differentiating factors. Like, I would agree. You know, like yeah. what type of equipment and what are the... Um, the, the coaching and the personal training that's offered, that's by location. That is by location. And what I do like about your gym, of course, you know, I, I hit my 60s now. And so I'm pretty much, I really much, pretty much on all machines. I very typically don't use a whole lot of free weights. I go in, I hit the machines I need, and then I'm done. But I also like the fact that you have a, a big enough space in there to do classes. So why don't we, why don't we talk a little bit about the classes that you offer and, and how you decide upon those based upon the demographic. Gotcha. 
So uh, my wife and I have actually gotten certified uh, through an organization called the Functional Aging Institute. So we specialize in what's called ageless fitness, so 50, 55 and older. Because as we age, the types of exercises that we do will change with us. You bet. However, however, you can build muscle into your 90s. You just can't build muscle sitting on the couch. Right. You actually have to get up and do something. And it is called workout. It's not play out. So there is some work involved. Um, so what we offer are three different styles of personal training. We have your traditional one-on-one where a trainer's working individually with the person. We have what we call a small group training, which actually is very similar to one-on-one, but you may be with two or three other people at most. And then we have a larger group, which we call a team workout. And the team is upwards of maybe let's say eight to 10 folks. And that's high intensity interval training. And the key word is intervals. So you're doing some strength and resistance training and cardio at the same time. And you get a wonderful result, a lot of camaraderie. It's great. Uh, a lot of fun. Um, and you, quite frankly, people are coming to the gym to get a result. So that's, that's what we're trying to do is give people results. Yeah, absolutely. So, so that type of training, they go like from station to station and, uh, they may be 30 seconds on. It's more time-based. So yes. uh, like a personal training would be more sets and reps. So if I say, Hey, do 10 push-ups, you do 10 push-ups. If I'm doing something that's time-based, I'm going to say do push-ups for the um, allotted time and you do as many as you can do. I, mean, I don't care how many they are. I just care about the amount of time that you're doing it. Right. So if it's a, you know, 30 second exercises of lunges, you're going to do lunges for 30 seconds. If I'm doing the one-on-one training, I'm more focused on a specific number of repetitions. Right. Now, do you provide training? Do I personally? Yes. Well, I'm certified to do so, but I am pretty busy. So, <laughs> um, I thought I, maybe you, I thought maybe you only, uh, uh, worked out with the big dogs like me. Absolutely. Well, I, you know, I'll definitely <laughs> help the big dogs like you. Absolutely. And I do that all day long. Quite frankly, I will be honest. I, I am helping people all the time. Sure but you spend are. an hour with somebody, right. um, I have to block that time out and I'm going to have to have somebody cover some of the other back ends. Yeah. Of the right. Yeah. Well, well, I, I was, I was hopeful anyway. So, <laughs> because for our listeners, just so you know, I mean, I wish I had your biceps, but you know, hope springs eternal. <laughs> what about the nutrition end of things? Because I mean, most anybody knows that not always, but, but typically a, a huge part of our, our fitness is dropping X number of pounds of fat. And that's not easy in the society we live in. This we're wonderfully blessed in this part of the world, and can have everything at our fingertips. But what do you what do you do at the, in the nutrition realm for people that come in? Well, I I find it to be the most important thing. It's probably eighty to ninety percent of your results is going to be how you right. eat. Right. Um, now, one of uh, at least myself, I, I'm very big into nutrition personally, but I can't provide a diet. I can't provide a meal plan. It's not something I'm licensed to do. We do have a trainer named Shana, and she is a licensed nutritionist. So she can work with you on food. But we do a lot of coaching and guidance on the types of eating that you need to do. Because the gym is, um, I think the visuals is, that's the hard part, but it's actually the kitchen that's the hard part. Eating correctly is very difficult. When you're in the gym, it can actually, you get some endorphins going, you get you know blood flowing, you're feeling good. But when you're at home and it's 10 o'clock at night and you open the pantry or the freezer and there's some ice cream staring at you, 
And that temptation, I, I can't control anything. I can't tell you not to eat that. You have to have a little bit of self-motivation. Um, so I'd say that nutrition is one of the most important things, but it's a lot of self-guided um, motivation on, on nutrition. It's amazing to me how you could, you could really kill it in the gym. You got those endorphins running and you're like, you're feeling great. And whether you're lifting or it's cardio or a combination of the above. And then that evening you can come home and just in a moment, just in, in a weekend moment for about 10 minutes, you just kind of like blow it all. And it, it is a frustrating thing. Yeah. I saw, uh, Growing up, uh, watching The Incredible Hulk with Lou Ferrigno, I've always been a Lou Ferrigno fan, and right. I saw him on social media once. He posted two pictures side by side. One was a picture of a kitchen, and one was a picture of the gym, and the picture of the gym said, this is what people think is hard, and then under the kitchen, right. it's, this is what really is hard. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's funny with regards to exercise and nutrition. I, one of my all-time favorite photos, and it's a, it's a cartoon. And doctor standing there with his white robe on and his patient sitting there on the, uh, on the table with the, of course, he's got a big gut, kind of middle-aged guy. And the doctor walks up to him and says, well, he says, you have a choice. You can be dead 24 hours a day, or you can exercise one hour a day. It's your choice. <laughs> and I always love that. I always love that. So that's pretty cool. What kind of surprised you then about owning a gym? I mean, cause you, you know, you, we all project what X, Y, and Z is going to be like, and then you get into the heat of the battle and, and certain things were, it's just not exactly the way we always planned. So what kind of surprised you about being uh, an entrepreneur and a business owner? Well, I'll tell you about on the fitness side, and then I'll talk about the, the business. But the um, walking into a gym, most people that have exercised in the past are instant professionals in their minds. Okay? <laughs> it's yes. a very unique business where everybody knows what they're doing. And they don't need to be told what they do. However, Not Not however, however, if I look at professional athletes, I can't name one that does not have a coach. And I don't care what sport it is. It could be ping pong. They've got a coach. Golfers have coaches. But in the fitness industry, no, 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 I've got it. I know what I'm doing. Well, that's, right. I, think, I find that fascinating. Yes. Uh, the other frustration is people that have been long-term gym owners, or I'm not gym owners, but gym goers. They follow a routine that they've been doing for years and years and nothing changes. It's because you're following the same routine for years and years. You got to mix it up. The body has to be challenged. You can't just do the same thing and expect a different result. That's obviously the definition of insanity. So mix it up. Get somebody to motivate you, whether that's um, you know, a workout partner or a coach, uh, and go after it. So... Well well, Michael, just so you know, I do not have a coach. And the reason I don't have a coach is because I decided not to become a professional bodybuilder. Okay. I, it just, you know, I just decided not to go into that. So. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great, you know, that is a great point. And you and I've talked about this before. I know I've been using the same routine for quite some time now. So. Mix it, it up. Is six, it is six days a week, but, uh. I'll tell you what, uh, you, you put the burr in my saddle, so I'm going to have to take a hard look at that. Let's go back a little bit. So you've, you've kind of dropped some, some, some great tips here uh, about how important nutrition is and getting a coach or mixing up your routines and whatnot. What are some other tips or techniques that you would recommend? Let's say in the, I know you cannot design a nutrition 
program for somebody, but what are some of the things that you use to help stay in shape when it comes to food? Personally, I have been a big proponent of intermittent fasting, so I just eat in a specific window. Um, it's been popularized lately. Uh, I think it definitely works for me for, for multiple reasons, not just from a staying in shape, but it helps with my immune system. Uh, it helps with my circadian rhythms of knowing what time it is, if you're doing any traveling. Um, it just really helps with overall beneficials of health. So I eat eight hours a day, whereas most people, they wake up and they have a meal and they don't stop until they go to bed. So your yes. digestive system never gets a break. It takes about 12 hours to clear that sucker out. So I'm essentially skipping a meal. Uh, and that's something I'm a big fan of, uh, of intermittent fasting. It lets me be a little bit more loose on what I eat. Um, I'm still eating the same number of calories. I'm just packing them into a smaller window. And when the kitchen is closed, the kitchen is closed. Do you track your macros, your protein, your carbs and fat? Do you track that much at all? Or? I did uh, very religiously for a very long time. So now I've got it dialed into what I know um, by visual. Hey, I know what I'm eating. And I'm eating typically the same types of foods. But it's probably the most important thing you can do. It's not necessarily a diet, but tracking your macros. If you were to take one tip is to say, how much protein am I intaking per day? How many grams of carbohydrates and how much fat? Those three macronutrients, look at those and start to track them and then change them. Try to get as much protein as you can, particularly if you're doing resistance training. Because if you're doing resistance, the muscle's breaking down and protein is the building block of muscle. You got to have some protein to build that muscle back. Do you believe in the misnomer or the truth, I don't know which it is, that within really about 30 minutes after doing a heavy lifting routine that you need to get some protein in your system? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's just a trade-off you're willing to make. I mean, or, or I don't know, maybe you, maybe you, you lift later in the day. Because I, I lift very early at your gym, and then I don't eat until afternoon. I mean, I've, I've taken a page out of your book. So I've been on intermittent fasting or time-restricted, whichever you want to use. Right. Uh, so, so like, for example, I did legs this morning, heavy for me, but I didn't eat until, and that was it, that was at six 30. But then I, um, I didn't eat until, till noon. I, n I never eat until noon. So I to me, it's just fun. a trade off. It yeah. is. It, you got to find what's, what works for your lifestyle. If right. you can, you can change your window can be whatever it is. So you could just say, Hey, I'm going to eat breakfast and lunch. You know, that's an opportunity. That's something that you can do. I do work out later. And then my first meal is immediately after a workout. And I don't work out every day, but on the days that I do, the meal is going to follow that workout. Right. Let's switch to the exercise, exercise end of things. What are some tips, tricks that you see? And I'm going to assume, let's, let's just use a spectrum of listeners that we're going to have here from, uh, you know, millennials all the way up to, to, to um, boomers. What are, what are some of the tips and techniques that that maybe people should consider besides just mixing it up a little more? Well, definitely have a plan. I, I prefer a written plan. And I would say write down what you do on a daily basis. Uh, that way you have something to reference the next time you're in the gym and you always want to try to get a little bit better. So write down, if you're doing a resistance program, for example, you're lifting a weight, a dumbbell, write down how much the dumbbell weighed and how many times you did that repetition and the number of sets or um, frequency of that activity. So if you're doing, right. let's say, a, a barbell curl, 
I want to know how much the barbell weighed. I want to know how many times I did that in a row. And then I want to know how many sets I did that. So, if I do right. three sets of 12, I want to know three sets of 12 of how much weight. And then the next week, if I'm looking back at my log and I'm going to say, hey, what did I do last week? Can I get better? Can I maybe do one more than 12 or maybe I can do a few more pounds than I had on the bar before? So, always try to improve. Right. Uh, the thing is, write it down to have a plan. That way you're not just wandering around the gym like, hmm, I wonder what I'm going to do next. That's those folks, the big yes, no-no. Those, those folks drive me nuts. I mean, uh, particularly like if, you, if you're early gym goer like myself. And I will say, rarely do I ever have to wait for a piece of equipment at your gym. That's one of the things I've always liked about Anytime Fitness. But that's what drives me nuts is folks that, you know, they kind of walk from stage to stage or from machine to machine, and then they'll kind of check their phone. And it just, just drives me nuts. But that's, that's, that's my... <laughs> that's well, the my checking the phone is a big uh, pet peeve for yeah. uh, Lou Ferrigno. He's pretty funny about it. He's like, come on, people, you're here to work out. Right. I was watching an interview of a professional bodybuilder who was ginormous, an absolutely big guy. Right. And they said, you know, how long do you work out? Are you in here like five hours a day? And he says, I'm 45 minutes. Yep. But my 45 minutes is full intensity. You don't have to work out for 45 He makes it count. He makes it yeah. count. Absolutely. He makes it count. That's the most important thing. And he has yeah, a plan cool. and he follows the plan and he gets in and out of there and he's not uh, letting his heart rate plummet to, uh, to resting level. Yep. You're there to exercise. Talk about uh, a little bit. Let's go back to the classes that you have. You have different levels of classes. Um, are they t- Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, or does it just really kind of depend upon what your customers want? Well, and it's funny. I don't personally even use the word class because I have been a member of a YMCA, and YMCA's and gyms like that do offer classes. Typically, I think of a class like a Jane Fonda video where the person is working out and you follow along right. the person working out. They're not coaching you. Right. They're just working out. And you're like, do this. Okay. Well, we do coaching. And so we offer those three right. types of coaching and we do, we offer them three or six days a week. The only day I don't have uh, a coaching available is Sunday. Yep. So as early as six o'clock in the morning and as late as six o'clock at night for starting times. Well, Michael, anything else before we, uh, we close off here. Anything else you'd like for our listeners to know about uh, Anytime Fitness Osprey? Well, I'd say the, from the community's perspective, uh, we love being in the community. We love Osprey. Yes. Um, I love Sarasota County. I love Florida. I'm a native I Floridian. Um, I have lived elsewhere, but I keep coming back, and this is home. My wife was born and raised in Bradenton, so we, we're here to stay. But f- as I see um, a state where people come to live after retirement. Yes. Stay active. That's the most important thing. Yes. You know, uh, checking out the food samples at Costco does not equate to exercise. <laughs> pushing the cart. Pushing the cart from uh, from station <laughs> to station to get the free food samples. That's not exercise. Right. So, right. Uh, get out there and do something. It doesn't have to necessarily be in a gym. It'd be great if it out- is ours, but uh, sure. we have a wonderful state where you can be outside year round. So do so. Get outside. Um, do something a little bit more than walking. I think every doctor in America is going to tell you to walk, but walking is going to exercise your heart. We, it's not going to help you get up off the floor. It's not going to help you get up out of a car. It's not going to help you pick the groceries out of the car. You got to do something to work those muscles that, um, help with human function. That's right. 
So that's right. I couldn't, couldn't agree more. Well, if people want to contact you, what's the best way? So I'd say you can certainly stop by our club. We have office hours. The gym is open 24 hours for members, but I'm there and have uh, office hours to show the gym for tours, usually from 10 to 7, uh, depending on the day of the week, Saturdays, Fridays and Saturdays are, are half days. You can call the club at 941-441-9600. And our email address is really easy. It's ospreyfl at anytimefitness.com. That's great. And your gym is located, you're right at Blackburn Point in 41. That's correct. There's a, a new Publix that went in a few years ago, right? At the same time we did. Yep. Uh, and we're in that Publix shopping center. Well, Michael, I appreciate you being on the show. Let's do it again real soon. Sounds good. Thanks so much. All righty. 